Welcome to Lead and Lift with Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath, the podcast where we work with high-achieving moms in leadership on their communication and confidence. Now our host, Shabaday. Our special guest opening today's summit is Natalie Alcantara. And what I would say firstly about Natalie is that we met last year in a business community. And from the first time I heard Natalie speak, I'm like, I need to know that girl. She sounds like she has a Trini accent. <laughs> Natalie and I became friends after that. We've been uh, partners working on different projects. She is such an amazing person. And I'm so honored that she gets to share her wisdom with the audience today. So I'll tell you a little bit about Natalie. So Natalie is a strategist, an advisor, a mentor, and a coach who inspires business leaders to be at their best. She has spent over 25 years propelling corporate clients to the forefront of their industries, both as an internal team leader and through her own consultancy firm. Natalie has an unerring eye for impactful ideas that create real brand resonance. She is passionate about creating authentic connections that help businesses evolve and build brand affinity. Natalie, we are so honored to have you here today on the Lead and Live Summit to talk to us about the art and soul of storytelling. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it is an absolute honor to be here, Shabri and Sharon. This has been, I know it's been a dream in the making. And the truth is, this very summit has a story. And so it's such a beautiful story that's unfolding. And as we go along, I know there are going to be even more stories. But I want to start us off today by sharing something that I know many of us don't realize. And that is that we all have a story inside. We all have one. We may not think we have one, but each and every one of us, we have a story inside. We have one that's worth sharing with others so that we can build connections and so that we can communicate meaningfully. You know, a lot has changed in our world since last year, February, March, a lot. Our new, more connected reality demands of us so much more of our attention. Because every day, what are we experiencing? It's a daily overdose of information. But one thing hasn't changed. One thing hasn't changed. And that's the universal appeal of a great story. And many people think, oh, storytelling is for kids. But not so. Storytelling is, well, I shouldn't say not so. Yes, it is for kids, but it's for adults too. And it's one of the most artful and effective methods of communication. Change is challenging, folks. It's hard. Nobody said change is easy. But communicating with those that matter gets even trickier. There is, however, a really easy way to stand out and show up authentically. And it's what I refer to as the art and soul of storytelling. And it isn't just one of the latest marketing trends. I want to let you know that. It isn't just one of these things that you're hearing all of a sudden because, you know, the pandemic is out and we're still trying to struggle through and some are emerging, some are not. It's not a trend. 
neuroscience actually proves to us that our brains are wired for stories. So I wanna share a little bit of a presentation with you. I mean, I'm not a big slide girl, but I feel sometimes we wanna see stuff that resonates, that really hits home. So allow me to share my screen. I'm gonna share with you a little bit more about the art and soul of story. So when we think of story and we think of our brains, think of our brain, we think of what happens when we hear a story. I'll share with you what really happens when we hear a story. Listening to a story actually releases the neurochemical oxytocin into our bodies. That's what happens when we hear a story. And oxytocin is a chemical. Many of you may have heard of this, this, this hormone peptide before. What it really does is it creates that bonding. For anyone out there who's a mom, you would know that it's actually what helps you to bond to your babies. It's what we call the empathy hormone. So when we listen to a story from someone, what we're actually doing is unconsciously emitting oxytocin in, into our bodies. We may not realize it, but we're creating invisible bonds that were not necessarily there before. There we go. So the powerful peptide oxytocin, it's known as the love chemical for those of you who have kids or know what happens when you have that nice feeling of affinity with someone, that's oxytocin kicking in. It helps us to build bonds. It elicits a sense of empathy and cooperation in the person who's listening. It enhances our experience with emotions of others. But more so, if we're speaking of a, in a marketing sense, oxytocin motivates positive reciprocal behavior. And that's actually what we're looking for. So here's what happens with what I call the story effect. When we hear a story, we have a different response in our bodies as compared to when we hear something about the product, the feature, the benefits, or we share in a different form where we're much more focused on statistics and the number one product and the number one way. We have a different mental response. We have a different cerebral response. So when we hear good stories with characters and narrative and struggle, our brain lights up in a particular way. And if you look at this image, here's exactly what takes place in the brain. The city of your brain lights up. All areas get ignited. But when we speak to our target audience and we just talk about the features, the benefits, who's number one, why you're better, here's what happens. Only certain areas of the brain get illuminated. It's not that powerful vibe, like what happens when you hear a story. And that's what I call the story effect. And you know, when I say to, to clients and to, to professionals and to entrepreneurs, here's why story really, really works. It's rooted in science. The human brain is drawn towards clarity and it's drawn away from confusion. That's actually how we're designed. So when information is organized into a story, the truth is the brain doesn't need to work as hard because there's efficiency in the intake. So when we talk about the influx of information that we are experiencing in the world today, think of how we are receiving it. Many days we are in discard mode. We're in rubbish mode, throwaway mode because there's so much coming, we do not have the capacity to, to process it. 
So when we tell a story, what happens is the brain actually takes the time to process it. And so you have a much better chance of getting your message across. The simpler and more predictable your message, it's easier for the brain to digest. And here's why. Stories put everything in order. And it's actually less work for the brain to figure out what comes next. And I'll pause there a second because I want to just share with you a little bit more on, on, you know, what happens when we decide we want to start telling stories. And many times people, as I said, feel that they don't have a story inside to share. Oh, gosh. You know, what I have one. I have a story from before, but I don't even know if it's relevant now. I don't even know if I want to share it or it just doesn't feel as realistic as it was before. So here's, here's a little tip. I call it my, nin, my, what I call my ninja trick. How do we decide what stories to tell in today's world? Well, you know, I use the, the, the work of one of my favorite authors. His name is David Hutchins. And he says, there are three stories to tell in uncertain times. And when I say three stories to tell, you have three options. And now more than ever, these three options are the perfect way to start telling your stories again. You can tell stories of continuity. So, you know, you've been through a lot in the last almost two years now. You know, we're coming upon that, that, that mark. How have you endured? How has your identity either changed or how has it remained the same? What values and guiding principles have you held on to? Folks, that in itself is a story. If you're thinking about the story of resilience, it really is rooted and embedded in the story of continuity. And we're all still here, thank God, most many of us. And so there are so many stories we can tell of how we have endured. We each have continuity stories already inside of us. And then there's stories of novelty. What did you do new? How did you focus on innovation or possibility? Well, for me, well, I could tell you, I have, I have so many stories of novelty. I moved to a new country. I, have, I had a new way of doing business. I learned a whole new skill set for online business um, you know, operation. I have new friends. I joined new communities. When I think of stories of novelty, I have a lot that I did new. And I'm sure you did too. And so sometimes it's important to take a step back and examine what did I do new? And how can I share that story about my business or about myself? You know, last year there was a big word, and I would say it's a big word because maybe it was an overused word, but maybe it was a very true word. The word was pivot. Everyone found a way to pivot in some form or fashion, in some area of their lives. And even that pivot is a story of novelty. Then we have stories of transition. What changed? How did we dive into something new? How did we dive into transformation? What new learnings 
took place that brought us to a new spot. How are we now in this new space? How did that, how do we cross that bridge to what we can call maybe a new life? And so stories of transition exist. And I'll tell you, we can start with in school to homeschool, working in an office to working at home. So much so that some people don't even want to go back to school or home, sorry, or, or, or work. Some just want to stay home. So there's stories of transition that exist in each one of us because we've all had to go through some form of transition. So in sharing this slide, one of the things I want us to recognize is that there's always an opportunity for us to tell a story and to tell a new story. We don't have to keep the old stories inside. Maybe we've had a brand story as to why we started our business. Maybe we don't feel it's relevant anymore. Or maybe we want to freshen it up. And the best way to actually do that is to share a story, one of three options, what I call stories to tell in uncertain times. And I'm going to ask you to reflect on this for just 10 seconds. Is anything in life certain? Nothing. Nothing in our lives is actually certain, except maybe death. But nothing else is really certain in our lives. So when we talk about sharing stories for uncertain times, the truth is these three categories of story can be shared at any time. Doesn't matter where it is. Oh, I love that Shabani said, nothing in life is certain except taxes and death. <laughs> yeah, Shabani, I love it. And it's, and it's true, you know, when we think of, when could we share these categories of story? The truth is we can share them all the time. And they are great, easy ways to be able to share our story. And you know, when we think also to what may be stopping us from telling a story, many times it's our own selves. Many times we are the ones that feel that our stories aren't good enough, they aren't funny enough, we are the ones that actually block the very essence of ex authentic expression that, come out, that can come out of ourselves. And so I invite you maybe this weekend, later today, as you move through this summit, to think of some of the stories that can come from you. And, you know, when we think of stories and what happens when you hear a good story, I'll tell you something. The after effects of a story are amazing. We feel more connected. We feel that there's more empathy. And the truth is the audience, when you are sharing a story, begins to feel something. And they may have, you know, at the end of it, the week after, the month after, they may have forgotten what you said, but they will never forget how you made them feel. How you make people feel elicits emotions. And more times than not, emotions drive purchases far more than logic. Emotions drive purchases far more than logic. Be mindful about how you make someone feel. When you're about to think of what story I'm gonna tell, think of the emotion that you want to elicit in someone and maybe start from there as you craft your story. 
And one secret sauce tip I want to make sure and slip in here. Every story has a good struggle. It's what we call the tension piece of the story. It's that piece where you, you know, you came and you, you faced something challenging. There was some difficulty. There was an obstacle. It's what I call the struggle, the story struggle. Every story with a struggle in it is a secret source to being a great, has a secret source to being a great story. So make sure you add a little bit of tension, whether it's a happy ending, a good ending, a transition, novelty, you know, make sure that you add a little bit of that tension and that struggle inside of the story. And I'm going to invite you to share your story. I want to invite you to share a story today. Share a story today and make a soulful connection. Because it's all we ever want to do when we share ourselves, our lives, our businesses with others. It's to connect. And there's no better way to connect in today's world than to share an amazing story. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Lead and Lift with Shabade Jagwal Ramna. Make sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss another episode. You can find our guests' contact information in the show notes. We have resources to improve your leadership, your communication, and your confidence at leadandlift.com. We invite you to go check those out. Stay tuned for the next episode.